Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. So, okay, I love this repurpose.io idea. What else? You mentioned funnels. Like, what other kinds of automations do you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of the clients that I work with are come from that coaching and consulting world. So they're trying to grow kind of past that one-to-one way of working. So we do a lot of funnels into there's lead gen funnels, there's, you know, sales funnels, but a lot of it is just taking away the small little things that you do every single day when you're working one-to-one on clients. So things like following up, things like sending invoices and contracts and paperwork and doing all of these little things that, you know, can better be served, you can be better served by spending that energy with your clients, right? So a lot of the things that I do is just kind of create little automations using either their invoicing program and other tools just to free up a lot of that time. So you can say, okay, this person booked a discovery call. As soon as they book a discovery call, it's going to send them, you know, two emails, ones that's like, um, you know, Thanks for booking. Here's a little bit more information. Here's what you can expect, you know, and then there's a couple like reminder emails to make sure that they show up and then you have the discovery call and they decide to work with you. Okay. Well then you go over and you, you know, click this button and it indicates that they're a client now. So now they're going to go into your onboarding process, right? It's going to send them the contract. It's going to send them the invoice. It's going to send them a yay. You're amazing. We're working together. I'm so excited email. And then it's going to enroll them in like your client area. And it's going to send them this asset and this resource. And just all of those things that I find a lot of people are, you know, at the end of the day, they're like, Oh, Oh darn, I forgot to do that. <laughs> you know? It's like one of those things that you that. Can, like, take it off of that, that brain space so that you're using your brain and your time for the activities in your business, the processing power, rather than using it as storage. I love that. So what, um, like we use a ton of different programs for that. Like we use Acuity for our, um, you know, hourly. Um, we use a whole combination of like a, ClickFunnels, Stripe, um, Active Campaign, and a couple other accessories for our online programs, also all rigged together. What what actual tools do you use for this? Is it like one tool that you found, like this repurpose.io magic that I haven't tried yet? Or mm-hmm. is there like also, do you also have like a, what I would call a tech stack of tools that you kind of stitch together? Mm-hmm. Well, I like to call myself platform agnostic. So I'm not really so married to any one tool or platform that I'm going to say, this is absolutely the one that you need. Yeah, of course, there's ones that work really well and do some amazing things. A lot of the times it depends on what they're currently using, because sometimes it's a big hassle to move from one thing to another if you've got it kind of half-ass working for you. And from there, I'll just, you know, what are you using right now? Okay, what are our end goals? And then I'll kind of make adjustments and recommendations based on those two things. I mean, I love using Active Campaign for email because it's amazing. I love using Dubsado for client management. I was going to say if you, if you use Dubsado, because Dubsado is the kind of thing where you can hit one button and then it'll do the seven things that you just mentioned 
like this if it's programmed properly. Yeah, so there's some programs like Dubs Auto or there's like 17 Hats and you know, there's a couple other ones that have, are all like all in one kind of platforms. Yeah. And then, you know, if all else fails, usually I can connect things together with Zapier. So I have a lot of coaches that have come from a very old school world where they're using really old tools, but they have like 12 years of data in it, right? <laughs> It's almost like, I don't know if it's worth it to like take all like that's just going to be so much more of a hassle to like transition you over to something else. So why don't we just find something that works with it in a way that we're still getting that end result, but we don't have to go through like a two month transition process for you. I love that. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you again, like, give me an example, like walk me through, you know, give me a case study, right? This guy came, this is what he was doing. And this is what we did. Cause I find that through the details, um, everyone can implement it themselves as well. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Yeah. So I had one client, she is a dental ergonomic specialist. That is so such a random, what does that even mean? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what is a dental ergonomic specialist? I'm not even going to pretend to say, uh-huh. I have no idea. Yeah. So she helps dentists with um, back and neck and joint pain from, you know, being hunched over surgery all day, right? And oh, that it's is a so huge smart. problem in that industry because um, they're just like, they're sitting like this. And if they're not sitting properly and they do it for like, you know, six to eight hours a day, then it can really, you know, affect their quality of life. It can really cut down on the length of their career because, you know, they just have this crippling back pain. And so she's an ergonomic specialist. And I think it happened because her husband was a dentist and she was seeing how badly his job was affecting him. So she started teaching ergonomics for dentists and uh, showing them the right equipment and how to you know, sit properly. And then this transitioned into a series of DVDs that she ended up putting out. What are the DVDs? We, yeah. <laughs> We ended up taking the DVDs and turning them into oh DVDs. I'm like I thought you said DVDs. I'm like what? Are, oh no, what no. Is. Okay, so she made a bunch of DVDs. Got it. So that was a little while ago. Yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Wasn't this year? No, no, not this year. Um, it was many years ago. And then so we took those DVDs and we transformed them into online courses. So in the process of this, we realized that she was doing a lot of this back and forth follow up with these dentists who are booking individual consultations with her, because in order to really get the most out of the consultation, she had to get them to uh, record a video of them working so she could see their posture. And then she had to let them know about certain uh, different equipment recommendations based on their specific height and weight and all of this thing. So there was all of this, um, all of these fine details that needed to have that information she needed to collect before she even got on the phone with these dentists. And she was having her assistant, you know, go back and forth and back and forth. And she'd have email threads like a mile long. Oh, oh no, you didn't answer this question properly and back and forth. So we ended up setting it up this client onboarding process where when they booked their consultation, they went to a site. It had the Dubsado form all set out with, for them. So it filled in, you know, all of the information they needed right there. And the dentists were able to save it because the big thing with dentists that she found was she'd have these big forms set up, but they would always have to like go run to do a client or, you know, go run here and go do that. And they only had small pockets of time and all of these tools she was using didn't have the ability to save the form halfway through. <laughs> Oh, so we man. made sure to have the form set up to do that. <laughs> yeah, that, that could be extremely, and, and then everyone's complaining, like I did it and then it disappeared. And 
Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. So we set up this big client intake form. And then in what tool? In Dubsado. In Dubsado. Okay. So you you threw everything into that's so interesting because I've only ever really worked with Dubsado with my graphic design, um, like web design type clients. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's interesting that you'd use it for something like this. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, their form builder is really powerful. And then all the different workflows that you can do. Yeah. What's great about Dubsado is the workflows. It's like, okay, I click this button and 16 things happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we set it up so that as soon as the form was filled in, it sent them, you know, their confirmation uh, details. It confirmed their their scheduling because she didn't want to have the call without having this information. And then it sent them a whole bunch of information in terms of how that they could get that video recording that she needed and also a place that they could upload it so that she could easily access it. And then every time she went to go do a consultation, 20 minutes beforehand, she would sit down, open Dubsado, click on the project, the client link, and it would have all of the information right there, complete with their little video. She could review everything. And then it also automatically had links to her equipment recommendation lists. And she could say, okay, based on his height and weight, this is all that. And then she would create this final, you know, consultation form that once she got off the phone with them, it included a link to the video recording. It included all of her equipment recommendations and it was in their little client portal so that they could access it at any time in the future. So it it was just really revolutionary for her business. And she was just like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Okay. Now that makes so much sense. When we did that, we used a, um, like a white labeled, database project management system that we host on our own servers, which I really recommend people who have their own in-house tech team. Otherwise, it's not fun. Um, But when we first did that, same kind of thing. Instead of 600 emails back and forth, um, everything's in one place. The approvals are in the same place. The files are there. So the client, you know, half a year later, people come back to us. They're like, hey, can you resend me? I lost the original logo file. We're like, sure. Here's the link to the back end. Go ahead and log in. And you know what? If they don't remember their login, there's a password reset. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We don't have to do. And instead, because there's so much, I think in every service industry, it's not just when you work with the client the first time. As you work more and more years, you've got all the old clients who are like, where's that thing? Can you find me that? And then you spend, you know what? And even if it's just half an hour searching for it, that's still time. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, oh, but that's not the one you sent me. And it's like, here, it's like, no, no, no. Everything was always sitting in the same place. It was never different. That's the same way. You can see the date on it. You can see when you last downloaded it. You could see when you wrote it was approved. There's no conversation to be had. It's like all right there. Um, but yeah, I love this kind of stuff. So, so this is cool. I really like it. I feel like you really, you know, it was really nice to you. Like you pulled back the curtain. You're like, this is how I got my people. This is what I do with my people. This is awesome. Thank you. So at this stage, you know, you, you know how to get your clients, you have your referral engine, you do amazing work for them. What do you still struggle with? The biggest thing for me, and especially now that since I've kind of written the book and I'm transitioning into not only just doing my services, but also teaching other people how to be a better service provider. The big thing for me is kind of letting go of things and both outsourcing and 
trusting my own tools because I can set up marketing automations for my clients till the cows come home. And I'm like, don't worry about it. But as soon as I'm doing it for me, I'm always like micromanaging it. You know, I want to tweak them. I want to adjust them. I want to play with them. And that's not really what they're meant to be not set and forget, but they're meant to take that work away from you. So I really struggle with letting go and knowing that I can't do everything all by myself, especially as I grow and especially as I create more of a community around what I'm teaching now. For sure. So what are you doing about it? Uh, well, I hired a VA. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, that's a, Where's your VA based? Uh, she's in the Philippines. She's a wonderful woman. Um, and it's great too, because she actually wants to learn how to do a lot of the graphic design and web design that I do and get into the marketing automation world. So it's like, Oh honey, just you wait. <laughs> I, will, I will pull back all of the curtains behind my business and what I do with my clients and you can learn as well. Awesome. Okay. So we got a VA. What else? Um, well, I created a content engine for myself, not just doing it for my clients. So oh, that was good. Yeah. So I've got my weekly video show the secret weapon diaries and same thing I show up for 10 to 15 minutes uh, every week on the Facebook page and it spins it up into all a bunch of stuff love it okay what else oh learning to say no <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a big one because as well I mean as a service provider you only have so much time right that's the one thing yeah. and my my natural response to basically and especially if they're existing clients is always yeah for sure of course i can do that right <laughs> so i really have to just step back and just be like i can't do that <laughs> as much as it pains me or even just like deferring it oh i can't do it this week i need to do it you know two weeks from now totally totally and i think that every business owner as we scale there is no other way, right? What gets you from A to B doesn't get you from B to C. So mm -hmm. we had, um, I fell in love with Acuity. So I do like, I wouldn't say I'm platform agnostic. I would say I'm more platform specific, meaning there's no one platform. There's one blessed platform for every specific need, more mm -hmm. or less, right? It depends what you need it to do. And so whenever we're doing something, I research all Often different options. So uh, about a year and a half ago, probably my auto scheduler was just, it wasn't working for us anymore. It was too rigid. I'd set it up probably four years ago already when it was like, whoa, you have an auto scheduler on that after my first big conference. And then I had like these 30 emails from people wanting to follow up and set meetings and go back and forth. And I'm like, there's got to be something that'll do this automatically. And then, you know, got my little calendar link. This is like pre-calendly days. How's I was like, Wow. And then from there, the technology progressed so much. I was still using this like old school scheduler. <laughs> um, so I knew it was time to switch up. So I did tons of research. And the big three, as you know, are basically Acuity, Schedule Once, and Calendly. Like, there's a lot mm -hmm. of little guys, and they all have, some of them have niche benefits, and a lot of the broader tools have schedulers built into them also. But the ones that are independent are those three. And so mm -hmm. I did the research figured out what each one superpowers, what each one doesn't, doesn't do, signed up for each, even paid into some of them, like really used all of them. Um, and we settled on Acuity and I replaced an entire staff position with Acuity. Mm. I'd been trying to hire, because I couldn't manage my schedule at all. Like it was just insane. And like you're talking about with that um, ergonomic dental consultant, I said that right. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, just the back and forth, getting the client on board, getting them started, reminding them of the meeting, making sure they completed their intake form, getting them the intake form, getting them the payment, like, you know, making sure the invoice went out and it was paid, like, it was just, I needed another full-time VA just to manage that. And I was like, you know, I wonder if I can get, like, the tech is so sophisticated. I wonder if we could get the, the tech to do it. We got a QD to do like 90% of it. Mm, it crazy. And then I didn't, I didn't even, and we like, we tried hiring like two, three people and just no one was the right fit. And it was for me, letting go of my schedule, honestly, was the hardest thing to do. I'd run my own schedule up until just a little less than a year ago. So all my years in business, a little less than a year ago, I kind of gave it over to my assistant. So I was like, how could she possibly know all the intelligence that goes into this, you know, which clients I put where, which one I have to travel to and which one's always running late and which one's probably going to run, you know, be exactly on time and which one always goes over by a few minutes and which one I need like a headspace break after and which one I don't like, it's just, <laughs> you know, all those nuances that go into your schedule and locking things in the half hour and where I need the space. And I rearranged how my schedule set up and I stopped doing variable time spaces. Like I had to, in order to give it over and let go, and I don't know if this tool will help you or guys, any of you listening, it wasn't enough just to give over what I was doing. Cause what I was doing for myself, no one else could do for me. That was the truth. No one could have taken it over. I had to change how it was being done. Mm. So I changed my whole schedule. Like I used to take also like hours, hour and a half, half hours. And I changed it. And I, I, in order to fit everybody in and get my schedule managed, I started working only in 15 minute blocks. I have a 50 minute hour and I have an hour and 40 minute, um, two hour. That's it. That's the only way. Mm. Cause then if someone runs a little late, I have a cushion. If I need a tiny headspace break, I have a cushion. Everyone can get booked on the hour because the auto scheduler doesn't work any other way. There's no other way to have it going half hours, hours, hour and a half. Like it just doesn't. And then once we did that, I could let it go. The auto scheduler can do all the heavy lifting, which is amazing, right? Because if you've used Acuity ever, like Dubsado, it just has only that one feature of it, though. Yeah. You go in, you pay on your way in. So it sends the invoice. It's linked on the back into Stripe and to QuickBooks. So it calculates, sends the receipt, and registers the invoice in our accounting system. All of that would have taken a human at least 20 minutes. Yeah. Then it sends the confirmation. The confirmation has embedded the um, initial intake form. Um, and then the intake form automatically zaps not only into my email, but also into our database system. So I don't only have to search the email for it, it's logged exactly where I need it on my client records. And it's just, ah, uh, the angels right. are singing. The thing of beauty, right? When it's all connected like that. And really the amount of pressure it takes off of a person. And like you said, sometimes you just have to adjust. It's not so much the tool that you're using. It's how you're using it and it's how you're operating you're everything, right? Because right? the tool can't work otherwise. Because you said people go, I got people say, Esty, there's no tool that will work for me because it won't do this. And you're right. Nothing's going to do this. You have to mm -hmm. change this. Then we can get the tools that'll do it. Um, and I feel like part of letting go is, is letting go a little bit of how you do things. It's not just letting go of doing it. It's how it's done. Because there are things that we do when we first begin that that can't be replicated by anybody else, but will never grow and scale if it has to be that way. Right. And so you have to kind of take a step back and be like, okay, I'm, I'm doing it this way, but what's really the end goal? Like, what do I want to achieve at the end? Cause knowing that I could walk, run, swim, climb, jump, ride a horse to that end goal. It doesn't matter how I get there as long as right. I get there. And then, yeah. And then you have so many more options because I've worked with so many companies where like we use this tool because it does this one thing. 
I'm like, cool, that was six years ago. Now there's seven other tools that do that exact same thing, totally. but they don't come with this baggage or that baggage or you know this issue, right? You, we can achieve that same end goal, just coming at it a different way. Totally, 100%. And, uh, and that letting go, not just of control, but like of what was, right? Like our addiction to certainty, our addiction to predictability holds us back. I really, I consider a baggage. It holds you down. It, it weighs you down. If I have to have it the way I've always had it, okay, I see, fine. Give me a new tool. Just make sure it does things exactly the way my old tool did it. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> I ran into that a lot when I was first working at Shell because they were moving from that like old school in-person training world. So they had all of their old trainers and all of this whole learning department devoted to this one way of doing things. But, you know, corporate had come down and said, no, we're doing things this way. And so I would always be headbutting with them. And they'd be like, well, we always do it this way. And I would always say, that's no reason to keep doing it, though. Just because you've always done it a certain way is absolutely no reason to keep doing it that way. Totally. 100%. Unless, you know, you want to have the same problems you've always had, in which case, go right ahead. Oh, yeah, go hard. <laughs> <laughs> But if you don't change, nothing's going to change. No, 100%. Um, Gabrielle, this has been awesome. So where can people find you? Where can they find out more about you? Absolutely. So you can always reach me at the website, gabriellechipier.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook, uh, Gabrielle Secret Weapon, and Instagram, Gabrielle underscore Chipier. Awesome. Amazing. So guys, I'll give you all those links at sdran.com slash 90, or we'll put them in the show notes iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, you know where to find this show. Um, so Gabrielle, at the end, I always like to ask my guests, um, surprise, for a quote. I know I didn't warn you about this, uh, but I love quotes. I find that they're a really great way to kind of wrap things up. Um, do you have a quote? It doesn't have to be a favorite one of all time, but it can be. Just anything that, that you like. Uh, oh, this is a treat because this is actually a Gabrielle original. Uh, Pity the man who has ceased learning, for he is surely dead. Ooh, I think that's so encapsulated. Oh, days in high school. <laughs> I really like that. No, I really like that. Pity the man who has ceased learning because he has surely died. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Or he is surely dead. It's one of because those. Because he is surely dead. Yeah. Because he is surely dead. Okay. And I like that a lot. Um, and again, I what I love about the quote at the end, I feel like it always encapsulates the whole conversation, right? Like kind of where we kicked off with, you know, learn everything you can. It's all in there. And if you stop learning you've stagnated and you know as we kind of ended off we'll you'll sit with all the same problems you've always had mm-hmm. um amazing this has been great thank you thank you for having me it's wonderful and guys for all of you i hope you learned something today i totally learned things today i'm gonna go check out repurpose.io and i'm gonna take another look at Tubsado for my clients who aren't only graphic web and interior designers which is where i primarily focus that program. Um, And you know someone who needs to hear this. So share the love, sdrand.com slash 90, or just tell them episode 90 on any of their podcast platforms of choice. Why leave them in the dark of old certainty and unpleasant predictability? (laughs) Let them grow and change and learn and automate. And we'll catch you next time. Ariel, thank you. Uh, Thank you.
You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?